गुड मॉर्निंग गुड इवनिंग गुड आफ्टरनून और वेरी गुड नाइट वेर एवर यू आर अराउंड दिस ब्लू प्लानट और इवन इफ यू आर आउट ऑफ द प्लानट वेलकम टू बस टॉक लेज इन जेटमेन बॉयज इन गर्ल्स इन दिस पॉडकास्ट वी टॉक अबाउट योर वर्क लाइफ और योर लाइफ एट वर्क नो क्वेश्चन इज आउट ऑफ सिलेबस नो टॉपिक इज टैबू no mumbo jumbo no fluff stuff we cut to the chase and come to the point and demystify the complex and simplify it for consumption in this episode we talk about the leadership lessons learned from the recently concluded 2022 qatar football world cup and pivoting around the champion player lionel messi let's dive in and understand what are the top 10 leadership lessons we learned from him and the team's campaign in this recently concluded world cup we share a few names before i dive in to the lessons think of the names like martina navratilova roger federer rafa nadal tom brady dara torres ms dhoni julian goswami Usain Bolt, Cristiano Ronaldo and of course Mr Lionel Messi. What is it about sports and top athletes at the last leg of their careers or some of them have already retired but players playing at an advanced age. Why is it they the all-time greats become these underdogs? Why is it that there is so much of sentiment that overflows? Why is it that we have nostalgia and heartaches? I mean imagine the number of people following a Roger Federer match in at Wimbledon right you could see tears you could see emotions you could see them egging and cheering every single one likewise for mr ms dhoni exiting that painful 2019 cricket world cup and the almost like the entire cricketing fraternity had a bit of a lump in the throat now and so one often wonders is it that your greatness is recognized when you exit and <laughs> not as much while you were at it doesn't seem to be the case right i mean think of ms navratilova she's been an all time great or mr tom brady you know running strong forever and uh, and likewise mr usain bolt all albeit some of their exits were not as you know dream exit as was the case with mr lionel messi but it is important to think about why does the final match become or the last leg of their careers become such a talking point because their greatness doesn't go down so does the greatness go up as they exit or is it just because they have withdrawal symptoms that oh this is the last time i'm going to see them perform whatever might be the case there are lessons learned from all of these top athletes and each of them have a lot of common traits you know one would imagine with different sport disciplines different things work with different players but there are some common traits that come across all these sports people right almost all of them are strong disciplinarians almost all of them have had to wear the underdog tag almost all of them had to face difficulty despite achieving greatness and so on and so forth so mr lanel messi wasn't going to be any different so in this 
next segment i'm going to talk about and miss lion messi has you know always jersey number 10 so i thought about 10 learnings that emerged out of the recently concluded qatar 2022 world cup football world cup now there could be 100 such learnings but the top 10 which came to my mind while observing the month long edition it need not strictly be from a leadership leadership standpoint it could be from a people management standpoint it could be from a competitive angle it could be from an individual contributor standpoint and a gamut of all, all these things clearly one can employ some of these learnings to various aspects of work and sports has often been used as an analogy to uh, promote team camaraderie or productivity and performance over the years so it's nothing new so without further ado let's dive into the top 10 learnings from mr lan messi and argentina's campaign at the recent football world cup let me start by listing down those 10 learnings and then i'll dive into each one of them mornings never shows the day how you begin is not how you end number 2 it's not over till it's over don't break before you break number 3 it may take time but true passion sustains find your true passion number 4 true leaders are never insecure they make others around themselves successful number 5 know your specific role execute perfectly you can't do everything everywhere all at once number 6 don't let expectations create pressure thrive in it people expect from those who can do it number 7 inspire the team with the size of fight in you you can't fake aggression number 8 the opposition may rise up even when you are ahead never leave a problem half solved number 9 quick recovery after setbacks need a strong mind a fit body is important but a healthy mind is mandatory and last but not the least number 10 age is independent of ability increase the ability and age will cease to matter Right now let me dive into each one of them and give you a little more reference to context as to why I thought they were important discussion points. So number 1, mornings never show the day. How you begin is not how you end. Oftentimes if you begin very successfully is not necessarily that you will end successfully or fail at the end. there isn't a pattern to this is all i'm trying to say if you ask the leaders around you i'd imagine almost 90 to 95% of the top leaders are not doing what today what they began with their careers now one can always argue that uh, it is a function of time like what existed 20 years ago does not exist now but even if there were commonalities of maybe a technology maybe a trend maybe a certification which existed over a period of time you can safely say it suffice to say that what was applicable and executable with that information when we started our careers 
it's not necessary that's how we are going to exit our careers now that is at a macro level you can even break it down to many things like you have a three decade career like first decade second and the third decade how you begin your first decade is not how you will exit your first decade like year one fresher right out of uh, engineering or mba school or what have you or even if you have done a graduation and you take up a job by the time you get to the 10th year mark chances are you'd probably be doing something different to what you did in year one it could be in the same vertical same line but a different role a disclaimer there even if you were doing the same thing it's not necessarily a bad thing but it's something to think about that most people don't tend to figure out the right path until say the first couple of jobs right first two three years are usually the time frame when people are exploring figuring out maturing as it were until they settle down into one particular trajectory so how you begin is not necessarily how you end and again you can break it down so we spoke about at a macro level then broke it down at a decade level you can break it down at a tenure level for the role how you started as an individual contributor in a particular role is not how you will be or are expected to be say 16 months down the line right and before you ask for that promotion you ask yourself how are you better than what you were when you signed up or started the role now it's a common mistake and it's a word of caution here some people think well i did 100% attainment and if you're in sales of course i did 100% attainment and four consecutive quarters i met my deadlines i met my targets and what have you well that that's a prerequisite you know what i mean that's not something how you grow how are you delivering the numbers better smarter have you thought through some different initiative that was probably not the case when you were starting out so how have you augmented your skill set while being in the same role is one thing to think about so if you typically spend 24 to 36 months in a particular role then clearly how you began in the first 2 3 months should not be the same how you are at the 24th month or at the 36th month you should have smarter approaches different approaches probably taken up some stretch projects some if people took you know 45 days to complete a sales cycle with your expertise now you could probably do it in 40 days or 35 days now that's how you challenge yourself to grow within a role and so how you begin is not how you end number 2 it's not over till it's over don't break before you break often times i have found that when the going gets tough people accentuate the problem by overthinking over engineering it they if the problem is and, and i'm just simplifying it for you if the magnitude of the problem is 10 units overthinking over analyzing makes it become 30 units or 40 units and that truly breaks you now it accelerates your downfall this multiplier effect it's it's a cluster effect <laughs> where you multiply the magnitude of the problem in your head and your body language your actions start to display the same and therefore even those who did not identify the problem in and around you start to see it as in you make it that much more obvious 
So, how do you counter this out? So don't break mentally before you actually do. When you break down, it will be so evident that you can't do jack shit about it, right? I mean, shit happens and that is at the last stage. But you will be surprised. There are at least 100 possibilities before you hit the last stage. 100 possibilities to exit, navigate, change the course of, of the end result and redirect or repurpose yourself. It's just that you have to keep your trap shut. Yeah, that's the simplest thing I can tell you. Keep your trap shut. Figure out, take if you have good, trustworthy, objective, left-brained friends. And I use these terms very cautiously because nobody is actually your friend. Then seek advice from a mentor or such a friend who can objectively give you a macro and a micro level view. If not, repeat to yourself that do not magnify the problem. Right, break it down into smaller parts. Address. It's all, almost like the analogy: fake it to make it. Right. This, this is the fake it section where you go to fake that the problem that exists is a smaller problem and it is under control. So I'm not talking too much about it, but I'm cognizant about it. If somebody specifically pokes you and asks about that specific problem, then answer very diplomatically and with a positive bent on mind, and then work upon it. Number three, it may take time, but true passion sustains. So find your true passion. Quite simple and self-explanatory, right? We often find majority of people doing what they don't love. It's a job they have to do because there is an EMI to be paid. There is a credit in the market. There is a debt, whatever. And and I have to do, do this. There is no option. So if you do get that option, Please find your true passion. It need not be what your neighbors are doing, what your friends are doing, what your best friend is doing, or even what your sibling is doing, or even what your parents ask you to do in, in the context of Indian society, right? All of these are very real challenges in a way. In, in People are well-meaning where they want to offer support, but it actually becomes too much to handle for some people and it deviates them from following their true passions. I cannot stress enough how important this is because when I interview people or, or when I used to interview uh, people uh, at a large scale, I can tell you out of the 10 shortlisted job seekers, candidates, at least seven or eight had a completely different passion altogether. And I would often ask them, so why are you doing this? You know, if you're so good at playing a guitar or you were so good at sketching or photography or what have you, why are you doing this? Then they would give a typical sheepish smile and say, Kya, sir? <laughs> what are you saying? This is what we need to do and that's just a hobby and all that kind of stuff. You know? So I remind them, watch Three Idiots. Right, do what you love, and they say, Yeah, it was a good movie, but in practicality, that doesn't happen. And so, it's a self defeating statement, really. And so, if you are starting out on your career, if you have an option to really listen to what you want, provided you know what you want, a word of caution there. Oftentimes, I find people jumping into a particular role or a particular direction thinking this is the in thing 
this is the fashion statement today this is uh, in vogue so i should also do this bad idea beep if, if i could have a better alarm bell there please do not take up a profession today because it is in vogue because what is in vogue today will be outdated tomorrow number 4 true leaders are never insecure make others around you successful now that this is a fabulous learning that i uh, picked up from mr lionel messi think of the final when he selflessly flicked a pass before the second goal and how it went crisscross and this tag team partnership helped argentina score another goal and so it's very important to realize and if you noticed or if you observed the position that he was in he could have actually instead of flicking he could have taken the ball himself inside the circle and positioned himself as a striker and uh, you know connected the goal as he has done so many times before but the need of the hour at that time and he calculated that his presence was limited to that situation so instead of trying to hog all the attention he allowed his team member to take the ball forward and into the goal it's helping your team member achieve success and as a reflection of that you get success and somebody you know th- these are in corporate world it might even be totally out of syllabus but it is true that your team's success will become your success your teammates success your colleague success and even if that colleague is not in your team even if that colleague is your peer you know you're competing you're against each other if the larger greater good is for the business to succeed or the business unit to succeed then that's what you should do you should never feel insecure about it now that being said you don't need to go uh, superman on this right you have to go cautiously and carefully let people know that you're trying this is how you're trying to help somebody out now um, you don't need to toot your horn to the world wide web and write 500 emails and i've had instances where you know some senior leader walked over to my business unit uh, at around 8 8:30 in the night and i i was just hanging around because we we there it was a ongoing issue and a problem which had reached a stalemate kind of a thing and i was open as uh, open to collaboration that hey, if i was new to the role and the gentleman was in the system for a very long time uh, so i thought they would probably you know give up give some new ideas as it turned out he spent from say 8 pm to 9 pm on 9:15 pm just sitting there and having all those conversations but every single time a phone call came Say, oh i am at this uh, department uh, i'm really busy right now let me talk to you so he made sure that the message went back to almost 20 people within a span of 1 hour that he was in my department trying to help me out <laughs> i could get it right but i wasn't insecure but that's what not what he got anywho uh, so ideas to let people know uh, in your immediate quote unquote neighborhood that you are open to helping somebody out for a larger cause or a greater cause and if that gives you some mileage out of it that's fair but it should not only be done for the mileage is what i'm saying right the, the, somewhere you know there is this herd mentality set of people 
who will say are you crazy why are you trying to be a saint in the land of devils well, somewhere i think you have to hold on to your core integrity your core belief system if you if if the devil thing comes to you naturally then that's what it is it doesn't come to me naturally and not that i'm trying to be a saint or anything but what sometimes i do believe in this greater cause you know i have this uh, passion thing going we have to be successful as a group and there is space for all of us to grow so that's that's a philosophy bit of an idealist there but it is in so far for me and i'm being you know frank and fair with you here that it's given me mixed response with the right set of people it has been highly applauded with a wrong set of people it is almost uh, branded as stupidity like are you crazy so but if i had to pick one i would still pick you know the greater cause and fighting for a greater cause for the greater good of human kind as it were so that's just me finally number 5 i know there are 10 of them i i probably have the last five in the next episode i'll conclude in this with this top 5 know your specific role execute perfectly you can't do everything everywhere all at once this is a great example and almost uh, you know very similar or a subset to the previous example where i said true leaders are never insecure so when you are not insecure when you know that you are good then you don't try to do too many things you pick one or two things and do that damn well and let people know that you are the best in class you are the go to person for this and that builds your brand in the company in the department in the team that if this is the problem here is the guy who's going to solve it here is the person who is the go to person for this and so for that you don't need to do 50 things you know you will find very busy people in the corporate world you you will find people who have almost doing nothing but they look very busy <laughs> you know they're always they're restless if they're doing nothing on the on the on their laptops they're walking talking on their phone they're meeting people their body language is like swaying from one time zone to the other and i, I like almost get tired to see some <laughs> such people but you know they, they for them this kind of optics is very important and like are people should know that i'm super busy and they are, i mean not to you know ridicule them they have to do such optics because their seniors did the same optics because they know that the set of people who are watching them are looking for such optics so if you find yourself in such an environment then clearly and you are not something uh, a person like that then you have to get the hell out of that that place it's just not worth it right this facade it's not a circus right that you have to keep on performing and entertaining people and building perception that you are a serious uh, and a good productive employee bhai if you are a good employee that's why you got hired remember how they hired you from 10 shortlists who was screened from 30 screened you know uh, candidates who had applied for the job so you are one of the best right because you have a job six other people don't so that makes you good is it not it makes you the best of the available lot so why do you then need to pretend to be serious or pretend to be 
uh, very busy and always you know they have this look on their face some have this smug look oh i am somebody you know i am the big big dude here <laughs> and some have the restless look like i told you and some have the perpetually what to do yeah there is so much of work is too much of pressure and and you're like dude i work in the same company <laughs> almost in a similar role ah you guys are multitasking you are and they go the sarcastic way right they will become sar- sarcastic and they will say ha ah, let's see what you do and so that's where the toxicity is unfortunately in most organizations i probably struggle to find an organization which does not have such toxicity if you know one do please let me know because i applaud them in fact i go and interview their uh, management and understand their organization culture anywho so long story short the point is don't pretend what you are not right uh, if you want to do two two things keep doing those two things once that finish move on to the next two things trying to do too many things and put your finger in too many pies often lands you in a mess so in summary we did five leadership traits morning never shows the day it's not over till it's over it may take time but true passion sustains true leaders are never insecure and know your specific role execute perfectly in the next episode i'm going to talk about the balance five leadership traits and you want to tune into that because the last two and three i have a ton of content on that that i feel very strongly about it and uh, you might find something which resonates with you so till we meet the next time you know where to find me on my social media handles that's hashtag #ionisms on twitter and facebook there's a voice message link if you are that inclined to leave a voice message what you thought about this episode did you have any ideas thoughts suggestions comments questions bookies or brickbats all are welcome and as always if something has not worked for you my mantra has always been do what works best for you the none of what i share is etched in stone it is a work in progress it's something that has worked for me so i am sharing this with you if it helps you in some way i'm glad if it didn't help you then i apologize i i'll try better the next time <laughs> on that note stay well stay safe and keep getting your a game to work this is your host ian and you were listening to bus talk peace out <laughs>